I'm trying to impress you. You know that. I know. Yeah. Now, where'd you get the mushroom shirt? I got to know. Well, the secret is you've got to coordinate. Uh huh. Most people don't coordinate. See, you got to coordinate. Yes, that's what you did. Yeah. On team. Let it do. Why? Back in it, thing. Coordinators. Defensively, I am real dungeon. It's your offensive coordinator, Damon Chamberlain. Uh, pull up. We back in this thing. So, straight into it. You know, we don't waste no time. We're going to get right into it. A lot's been going on in the world, right? But we must commemorate. We must give our flowers while they're available, correct? So, recently, there's one Mike Krzyzewski who made his last appearance at his domicile, the place he made famous, the Cameron Indoor Stadium, a.k.a. What they call it? Coach K4? Whatever they call it. Anyway, he made his last game, right? Made a big whoop about it. Everybody was excited. All the former players, the crowd. It was unlike any Duke game you ever seen. Long story short, they couldn't hold out. Second half, North Carolina took over, and they won. North Carolina won. Yeah, it is. The biggest rivalry in college sports in this this particular side basketball you can I say arguable and watch particular mind. side in which the particular coach who's most known in this rival is actually leaving and then he actually loses his last game and then he gives a little pep talk after the game in which he explains why things shouldn't have gone that way this is a program this is a program. I'm sorry about this afternoon that no he went full of all white man. It's unacceptable. <laughs> but the season has been very unacceptable. This is unacceptable. So, put this one on me. Put this one on me, guys. What he really wanted to say is, I can't believe these niggas did this to me. <laughs> In a nutshell, what we get. I can't believe is, you niggas went out here lost my last game. I feel like if they managed to pull out <laughs> national championship, that moment, which I witnessed myself, that's a 30 for 30 right there. Because he basically put his team on the, the spot to say, look, Are you telling me he, he y'all pulled, did me dirty. He did the team, he did the Tim Tebow. You will, you will never, ever see a team that's going to play as hard. Coach-wise, as I we like, will. Yeah, he was very subtle about it. But, yeah, that's a great analogy, my dear brother. He did pull out a dear Timothy Tebow, which he challenged his team in front of the whole fan base and all the former players to say, look, we gonna, you know, season's not over. We're going to do better. So what I'm saying with this and bringing this up is, have you ever seen a send-off for a coach that's been like this before? I, I would say there's been one that's probably been similar with, with success, and that being Pat Riley in 2006. I would say no, because because to be honest, nine times out of ten coaches just retire. They don't exactly. they don't do the they don't do the victory. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. So this is a uh, unprecedented. And I wouldn't say unprecedented, but it is rare. And the reason I brought it up is what I'm saying as far as all-time great coaches who are still in their craft. Can you see a Bill Belichick doing this? Can you see Greg Popovich doing something like this? No and no. You named two of the most cantankerous motherfuckers. I did. What about Nick? St. Nick. Cantankerous? <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, I, we, we trust our team has a very Bro. vast vocabulary, so they can catch up. They're they with us. They're right there with us. Two of the oldest white men to to ever old white man. <laughs> what about so? What coach would you expect to have a victory lap like Coach K in terms of his legacy? Say Calipari. Would you say a Nick oh Saban? yeah, oh no, John Calipari is definitely gonna let us know. But when he leaves, he wants all his he wants his flowers. Give me, give me the flowers. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Do, do, he do, wants do. his flowers. Try and also, think, John like, Calipari loves himself some him. Know that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, even asking the question myself, like, what coach would who's that kind of vapid? I guess in terms of because you got to accomplish a lot to even ask that. So it's not that many coaches who can even ask for that victory. That common ground, man. You remember a couple years ago when Draymond Green uh, 
made fun of Paul Pierce. Oh, for his quote-unquote victory lap, and he caught that soundbite at the at the free throw line. They don't know you like that. Yeah, that was cold blood. You thought she was cold. That, that was, it was. That, that was, was cold blood. And you couldn't even he couldn't even say nothing. He was and, just exactly, and that's the beauty of it. I don't even think they realized he was being recorded. That's how. Old school Draymond is with the trash talk. Okay, speaking of Draymond Green, I will give you another person I think this definitely gonna do it because he loves himself some him as well. Who would that be? That will be a one time H to the Izzo. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't think he's about that. definitely gonna. He might have earned that though. He did. I'm not gonna say he hasn't earned it. Yeah. Time but to the Izzo. That's a good one. A good you call. think he's just gonna grace to keep keep it with the Jay Z analogy? He think he's just gonna gracefully bow out? I'm with you. No. I mean, but that's what I'm saying to the point of K- Coach K got the back end of the media. They didn't really give J- Jim Boheim that love that he probably should have got. You know, but he's, Ain't he still coaching? Nah, he's retired. He's still coaching. Is he? This is, he, and that's the, the problem with Jim Boeheim. He, he overdid his coaching. He's got his sons. He's the fighter who hey. stood on too long. Well, he, he got his sons to play. So he, I'm going to let you know, Jim Boeheim. He's on the team, right? Jim Boeheim once Coach killed somebody. Yeah. So There's that. That's true. Why he? How's he even still coaching? All right. So since we're on the subject, let me ask you this: This is a hindsight question. I feel like it's a good question. If it wasn't for that long scandal, do you think that Joe Paterno would have went for that victory lap? Similar to Coach K, which he announces his retirement a season ahead of time. Uh, I think he would have. I don't think fucking Joe Paterno knew where the fuck he was at at the end, so I ain't gonna even hold you. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was, hey, I apologize to to Penn Bruh. State fans. Hey, hey, wait a minute, don't hold up now. Uh-oh. While what I said was maybe egregious, uh, what Perhaps. happened in the motherfucking, what, what happened in them goddamn uh, shower rooms was much more egregious. So we just gonna keep it moving. I mean, block out. He just went straight Fuck to the... Fuck you talking about? You, I mean, you look, I, what I said was... He went straight to the quarter set. Now he got to turn around. Yeah, well, what I said was a little bit <laughs> was a little bit questionable. What happened... Made your point. And your, and your shit was a lot questionable. So, so you're saying overall, knowing what happened and not being able to take it back, Joe Paterno knew he couldn't get that victory lap. That's what I'm not saying. saying that. I'm saying I don't know. I don't... Not for real. He was he was the truest form of a figurehead in his last few seasons. Joe Paterno. I don't want to say him. It's a lot of people who was like that. Bobby Bowden. Man, currently Nick Saban. But don't say no. Nick Saban ain't no damn figurehead. Nick Saban. He's the face of Alabama. But you know what I'm saying is when I say figurehead, I'm talking about the state. You're just no figurehead. You just there. You don't. You're not doing no coaching. You just. Oh, you just there. Yeah, you're there for your marriage. Yeah, you, you yeah, that. yeah. You just, you just up there. The Queen Elizabeth of coaching. I will give you like uh, no, because no, we don't think because he. Ain't how about dead. this one? How about this? One? <laughs> Phil Jackson when he was in New York, he was he was giving more. Than you should. know, Phil. I think Phil. Phil is a, is I a could, GM. I, I could see him being a, a a victory lap guy. Definitely, but he didn't know. He didn't. Because I think I think it's a it's a fifty fifty situation with, with Phil. I think it depends on how he wakes up that day. <laughs> I think Phil's different in the sense that he's a former player who's on the championship team. So I think once you it's different as a player and a coach. I think it's it's my opinion, obviously, but I think it's more meaningful as a player, being that you're putting in the grind and you're winning the championship. The coach you got in them. But ultimately, you can have a coach who's great and he has talent who can't come through, and it's like, what's the point? Like, you overlook. Dale Brown at LSU. Great example. Can I ask you guys a question? A Phil Jackson-inspired question? Sure. Do you think he, he wouldn't have done that just because he's acquired two of the greatest athletes to ever play the game? Four. True. Yeah. But uh, arguably, the, the two, Kobe and MJ, you know, he did have Shaq, he did have Pippen. Um, but you know he yeah. acquired teams that were already pretty much. I'm pretty sure Phil will tell you ain't no asterisk on that motherfucking for ex, sure on his ex hat. So but <laughs> it is a hell of a coincidence he has arguably the two most motivated athletes in basketball history. That's a hell of a coincidence for a guy who's supposed to be so laid back and low sage and definitely blows other things so to speak. Hmm. He balances <laughs> their intensity, so to speak. Clean that up. He ain't slapped. No, he ain't slapped nobody though. He didn't. Oh no, he didn't. 
Oh no! You know, it's oh, it's no. a certain integrity in basketball that you know when you, especially in college, because you don't really have a handshake line in pro basketball. But college is tradition to have a handshake line in, in pro pro in college basketball. And as we're aware of, there's one Juwan Howard at the University of Michigan who overtook the handshake line as opportunity to spar with said coaches that he, you know. Not to over his ass. He definitely papped his ass for no reason in line. It could have been a more clean exchange in the hallway, but that's neither here nor there. He smacked the man, 6'10, smacked the man who's probably like, what, 5'10, 5'10? Not even. That little dude. See, that, that little dude. Man, you're not going to hit me with the suck it. Size not mattering here. The fact of the matter is, Juwan was caught. And he was the one who looks who was the aggressor. But come to find out, things were said. And he smacked the guy, right? Got suspended five games. Some people, including myself, thought that he would be fired. Because you don't just do that on national TV, especially when you're a young coach and you haven't won nothing. Like, that's more claws right there. But the question here being is, is that the most unprecedented thing you've seen recently from a coach as far as sports? You want lucky for the goddamn for the Russian Ukrainian situation? I tell you that much. It was definitely some <laughs> some distraction there on a global scale. Yes, lucky Hunty Jawan Howard. <laughs> I defended Jawan Howard last week. I thought it was my great. man Bill. Um, I think what's wrong with the world right now is there's so many people that need a fucking good slap. But you can't anymore because of cell phone cameras. And then the slap gets gets money. And nobody asks, well, why did they slap him? So this person's trying to tell me that Juwan Howard is is cunty. Hey there, Billy Basketball. Juwan Howard is the is the cunt. If you don't want teams taking timeouts while you're getting your ass whipped, then stop full court pressing and take out all your starters. Yes. Oh, they were both on their rag. Also, if you're going to punch someone, then do it like Shout a man and don't mush their face with half a punch like a bitch. No, 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 no. So, as I quoted before, that lovely soundbite, is there anything recently or all-time precedent as far as coaches showing sportsmanship towards either players or coaches during a game that you've seen? I mean, do I, do I have to bring up the, the Woody Hayes? There's Woody Hayes. That's what I was thinking. There's Bobby Knight choking his own player. There's there's a couple instances where you like, yo, what was he thinking? Or what are hey, I'm not mad at you, one. I'm not either. I felt personally, my example was the one where it was craziest because I don't know what the fuck Bobby Knight was thinking when you, bro, it's your player. I remember it was an ESPN game. I was a kid. I saw that and I was like, wow. I would not want to play for that guy. Will he hit somebody on the side? No, he grabbed his player by the neck on the oh, sideline. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I think. That was the last straw that got him fired from uh, Indiana, and that was just to the point where, like, again, this was before camera phones, so it was a little more. I guess you could understand his mind state. Thinking, then he yoked up Neil Reed and yeah, <laughs> practice. It's, it's stuff where it's like, come on, man. But yeah, the Woody Hayes thing, I think, is probably definitely number one because that was no slap. <laughs> oh yeah. What about Buddy? Well, that that's between coaches. That's different. That was that's hilarious. also an unusual situation that, that you would hilarious. see. How mad do you have to be to to go after your own assistant coach? Didn't somebody do it in the NFL this year or last year? I mean, there. I think there might have been a uh, a skirmish uh, or a disagreement. I don't know if anybody got yoked up on the sideline though. The Buddy Ryan thing was more so like that was just frustration. I mean, uh, you don't think Juwan mushing somebody was frustration? It too? was, but at the same time, it was like you can just have words about it. You know, we can have discourse. I can see you in it. Like I said, we can. I can see you in the off season and talk about it. It was just a lack of coaching expertise and integrity there. You know, it's nothing to be mad at. It's a, a learning moment. At the same time, like I said, like he's very lucky. Like I think that's something, like you said, <laughs> the fact that a lot of things were distracting us from the main idea of sports is showing, you know, integrity and, and good morals. Who was that? Who's the other team? Was that Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we don't fuck with them anyway. So that's your excuse. No, it's not an excuse. 
I mean, you should. Hey, you should. You should smack him. Yeah, I'm saying that. Hey, as my man, hey, rest in peace, Charlie. Once said, you don't slap another man. That's true. But he didn't slap him. He mushed him. That's the difference. Okay. (laughs) That's interesting. So, that being said, talking about mushing, they would have a (laughs) gunfight after that. Somebody had to go. (laughs) As our beloved home team, you're well aware that. We have an affinity for a certain NFL franchise, the Las Vegas Raiders, right? So our division is arguably, before the last time we recorded, was arguably the best division in the NFL. And now, you can add even more to that argument from two sides. Russell Wilson's been traded to the Denver Broncos. Ain't no ain't no more future and, in, the, in the Broncos locker room. And... Don't you play future in the, in the Broncos locker room. Very recently was traded to the Los Angeles Chargers. So, there's a lot of star power back in our oh. division, so to speak. Exactly. And boy, that boy washed like a goddamn car, uh, like, a, like a car in Georgia on a Saturday in April. Washed. Ironically, I just switched the quarters up. But I did that on purpose. But the whole purpose is saying is that we, we have the star power. You know, and and ironically, these two moves happened before free agency officially jumped off. But I want to know from you, and to a degree from Clev, as far as the outside unbiased decision here, how do you feel about having star power in your division when you're the least expected team now to for as far as not just your quarterback but your team? And then you disrespected. How would you feel if your team, the Bears, made the playoff? The only thing that's saving sudden, him from being exactly the that Lions, is the, the Lions. Vikings, and the Packers <laughs> are seen as better teams. How would you feel? The, the only thing that's saving Claire from being in the same situation as us is the Lions. But I'm saying, how would you feel <laughs> if the Lions, the Vikings, and the Packers were all seen as better teams, even though your team made it to the playoffs last year? How would you feel? I mean, it's, you know, the the chip on the shoulder you know, that it's, it's added, you know, uh, inspiration for your team to go out there and prove them wrong one more time. And they proved me wrong. I didn't think them fuckers was going to make it, so I ain't going to even hold you. None of us did. Prove me wrong as well. That's absolutely. We're going to keep it all the way funky. I, right? I was upset. I didn't want the <laughs> – if we're going to have the pick that we got, yeah. you, you want to make sure that you at least make the playoffs. I didn't want to not make the playoffs and then still I'm with have you. But on the flip side, pick. being the yang to your yang, my friend – the reason I wanted us to make the playoffs because I feel as though we can make a more immediate impact in free agency if we do. We can sign people if they show that we almost there. So, Same coach way. aside, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel more confident in this season as opposed to if we didn't make the playoffs. Because we did not make the playoffs the last six years. So, we know how that feels. Now we in the dance. Now we have expectations not again. quite that far back, but. It's, it feels that, what, 2016? Yeah, I forgot Goddamn, goddamn COVID time. Exactly. Shit, done lost a whole year or two and don't it's even been six years since we You ain't even know it. So, with that being said, I think if I'm being honest with myself, like I said, before free agency even starts, I feel like we are the fourth leg in this race right now, even though we have proven the most. Like, we went through, we had the shittiest season in any team by far. Not just last year, maybe ever. And to make the playoffs is like. It was highly improbable. It's a thirty for thirty almost. You no, know, it definitely is. Like, no, we deserve at least a good little half hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when so, the minute thirty for thirty. Right. So, do y'all feel 15, the way 15. about seeing Khalil twice a year now? I don't. He says he's washed. I don't. And that's what I'm saying. Like a car in Georgia on an April Saturday. Like a rock. That boy washed. But. Damn, that is washed. That ain't washed. You know why? Because of the pollen. Of the That's pollen. the point. That's why you got to wash it. That's deep. I ain't <laughs> but I'm saying the reason it's an issue is because I'm a motivation guy. I uh-huh. think more so with my motivational hat. And the fact that he's going to play his former team who let him walk, and I don't think he really wanted to leave, I think that'll do it. You know if he mean? didn't want to leave, he would have negotiated. True. But I think he, he didn't want to play for Gruden. Everybody do that. After a second, it's like, okay, he ruined it. I think it was the other way around. I think Gruden didn't want him playing for him. Which led to him being like, fuck you, dude. I can go. <laughs> well, fuck look, man, you. I think we look. I will take Josh Jacobs and I will take uh, my man, 
Not Cleveland. Nah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Oh, Johnny Abrams. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'm coming for a second. I couldn't think of Jonathan Abrams' name. Johnny's all I, Abrams. All I can say, all I can think was the big hitter from Mississippi. I'm just State. saying that as far as, you know, there's a lot of hublub going and attention going to our hublub. Yes, I said it. Hublub? Going <laughs> to our division right now. And we're hub-lub. seen as. That tier as far as now we have four Pro Bowl quarterbacks. They always gonna disrespect us, bro. That's what I'm saying. We always gonna get the flags. We always gonna be the most hated on when we go to other places, even bro, though we have the deepest fan with the, base. With the flags, though, I ain't gonna hold it's, you, bro. It ain't going nowhere either. Because we don't even play like the like the dirty seventies Raiders. Exactly. And they still treat us that way. Exactly. <laughs> it's the Raiders. It's Al. It's Al's kid. I'm saying that's the thing. Like Al ain't even here no more. It don't matter. Why y'all still have this grudge, bro? We have a bro? stigma, and I love it. I love it because when we finally win and we drop that just win, baby, bro. Them haters definitely on their job when it comes to us and and penalties. I know. So that like much. I said, I think we're the, not the dirtiest team in the league anymore, man. Far and away. Who would you say is though? I have no idea, but I know it ain't us. I'll probably say, just off cuss my head, probably Tampa Bay. Dirtiest? They play on the edge of dirty to where they got, hey, I, I hate to say it, but you still got a team with a Dominican Sue on it. You gotta, Miami. The Dolphins? Yeah. Mm, why you say that? Cause they got people calling people niggas in the locker room. <laughs> they, they, they just, they just, they just all the way. With you talking about with uh? They paint you. They, well, you talking about with Richie? <laughs> with Richie and then uh, same culture. They had, Richie was a, is a Raider. Or well, was a Raider? He's gone. But they had they, didn't they have a, a situation? This well, look at the uh, the head coach situation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tom they, they tried to make that man lose. Like I don't know, make him lose his sanity. I would have took that losing money. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> They still lost anyway. He's like, we gonna lose. Hey, we gonna lose fair and square, bro. Integrity, nigga. Take my arrows like a man. <laughs> but with that being said, I feel like the FC West is gonna be very excited. It, I mean, it gives with, us more sentiment. Without a doubt, the toughest division in football. I don't yeah. think right there, now. There, there, there's Before no free agency even start. There's no way you can even come at me with. I'm not even. With the exception, I would say of probably the NFC West because they're also tough, but. Only thing that's missing is like if Kansas City got like a super dominant pass rush, and they still do. They got a homeboy. They got Melvin Ingram. He may be a little washed, but that's my point. Like, would you rather have Melvin Ingram or Khalil Mack right now? Yeah, really think Mack. about it. It's, it's, he's a bear, bro. He's a shaved bear. That's why I'm, I'm crazy. He got traded from the Bears. I was like, that's the perfect spot. That man is a bear. But what I'm you, sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm turn, I'm, we gonna turn the mic on you. For once, what do you think about the trade of Khalil Mack from the Bears to the Chargers? Uh, initially, I was upset only because I don't think we got enough. That we, you know, we only got two two draft picks from him. I think we could have got a little bit more. Um, but on the flip side, knowing that he is getting older, and you know, this ain't this ain't the, the NFL ain't a, a league for old guys. Uh-huh. I mean. So you want to get younger, you want to get uh. So I mean, I think depending on what they do with those picks and what they do, I th- and they cleared up mad cap because yeah. that that contract was crazy. So well, I he's mean, getting like thirty or something. Oh man, he was getting uh, thirty five, forty. So it was, Damn. Up, it was up crazy. So we, that's we, the highest paid pass rusher getting thirty. Yeah, he was up there. He was up there. Him and uh Don- Donald. So who's the, who's the highest paid right now? I think uh, probably Donald. Aaron right? Donald yeah. JJ, TJ, no, not, not the Watt boy. Yeah. Not the Watt boy. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I, 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 that's crazy, bro. I, I didn't even know that. I thought they were still getting like 15, 20. Fuck. Anywho, so I think that appeal, though, makes a lot of it, brings the attention to the division. I think that's good. Because if ultimately, if we prove to be a good team, then. You can't shit on it. You can't deny us the fact that we went through the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs to get to wherever we're going to. So, there's that. I'm looking. I'm excited about the challenge. No more future in the Broncos locker room. Why you don't? You being old, the song, <laughs> artist. Yes. I don't know about that. I think Russ probably cool about that. I don't think he's no. I think he is. I don't think he can. I don't think you could ever be he's, cool. I mean, taking care of his son. I don't think you could ever be cool with, him, with the man that disrespected your wife. Do you think that 
when Big Little Future. The son whose actually name is Future. You think when he plays his dad music, he's I like, hey. First of all, it's not allowed in the house. It's a Marvin Gale. First of all, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? First of all, I don't think I don't think they let little future listen, listen to big future. future. <laughs> what the? I would. That's your daddy. That's what he do. Oh so when Lord. he go, so you saying future is never taking little future to career day? That's what you saying. You rather take Russell? Lord. My dad's a quarterback. No, he oh, ain't. He's definitely your taking. Your dad's a whore. He's definitely <laughs> taking Russell in that situation because first shout of out all, the videos. First of all. I can't know. I, I'm not 100 percent sure Future is showing up for that. Now, <laughs> is nah, it because man, he's man, bu- sure. if it's because he's busy, he's consistent for other reasons. One thing about Future, he's consistent. Whether it's music or whatever, he's just a consistent dude. I mean, he's good at creating the illusion that he likes to create. So Which I imagine even with his son, I don't think Sierra even bashed him like that. I don't think she's that type. <laughs> but you're saying this can't be played in the Denver Broncos locker room anymore. I say that's poppycock. <laughs> I say, matter of fact, when Russell walks in, it's exactly what you call. Then you do the dance with. Oh, welcome, brother. Bro, you cannot. Matter of fact, it should be John Elway with some DJ headphones what, in the background. What, was he calling himself on that damn uh, video? Nobody pays attention to that. Russell, what, Russell, I always say what. Russell Wilson was calling us something, Mister Something. Mister, I don't, I don't keep. Mister Unbelievable or something was his alter ego. You but, cannot have. You does cannot, that bother you? Sounds like it bothers you. Shit was corny, B. But regardless, that that that's either here nor there. I like corny. That shit was. Come on, son. That shit was dumb corny. Okay, I respect your opinion, sir. Adult, red blooded. Any, anywho. I don't know. I don't think you're getting the. Uh... So let me get it real quick. Since we made this the whole quarter, how do we finish come 2022? How is this division finishing in your eyes, brother Sims? Rankings. I'm still. I think we have. I mean, I think we probably take a step back. I think we. I think we should. We should. I'll give you an answer after free agency and Start. after the draft because. Dude, the teams we have now are not the same teams that are going to take the field in the fall. I got you. Therefore, so, I think. But for the sake of conversation, I'll just give you a ranking anyway. Because that's what, that's what N words do. But go I'll, go, I'll go Donkeys three. I mean, four. I'll go. So you think, well. I think us three. I got Chargers two. I still got the chefs on top. So you think that but I think three of those teams make the make the playoffs up. Crazy as kept. That's how good I think. I so you so you don't think the Denver the, the, this trade gonna do shit for Denver, huh? Not the first year, no. I think this is gonna take some time to build. Which is an interesting reason why, because Denver is in rebuilding mode. I it's funny where everybody was saying like Aaron Rodgers go there as an instant fix. Like, not really, because they was gonna have to get rid of some shit to get him. So now that we getting closer to shit and we start to put our thinking caps on, you're going to have to see it. I'm not saying it's impossible. They could win the division. They could win the Super Bowl for it. I'm just saying. As far as well, things that are trending you, right you, now, so you are the outlier because everybody else is crowning them like motherfucking Dennis Green. As they should because it's a change of scenery. It's a New Jersey. It's something to market. It's good for business. But at the same time, when you get business close to it, it, basically. But on the flip <laughs> side... Once the business start, you're going to st- Okay, this ain't the same business I thought we was in. Oh, it is? I understand what you're saying, but boy, you... <laughs> I'm with it. Think about what I'm saying you is... You have attention. We basically it. got the same team to start the season, but we have a better play card. Who's at a better advantage? Us or them? They We're, have a better quarterback. We have a playoff team. Let me say that again. We have a playoff team, but we have a more experienced... Better play caller who's won Super Bowl as a play caller. I like your uh, I like your bravado and I like it's logic. Ain't no bravado. Your your optimism. It's it's logic. We made the playoffs last year. Denver did. Look, one one thing about more shit happened to us last year than Denver did, and you saw the outcome. I want to tell you one thing that you should definitely know. One thing about sports is logically, logic ain't got nothing to do with sports. I hear you, but I'm saying like, let me ask you this straight up. 
How Kinda, often does shit on paper is Max Crosby? Is Max Crosby that much better than Bradley Chubb? Uh, he's better, but I wouldn't say he's that, that, that much, much better. better. Yeah. So he if is, we going tick for tack, only thing that we had an advantage of was quarterback, right? Maybe yeah. tight end. So I'm just saying, I feel a reason for optimism. That being said, we can head into the locker room with our heads up. Half. It's halftime. Halftime. No mind shit. Be back in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Home team. It's halftime. Word in Isaiah. On God. Word. Word. It's halftime. Soon. Our brother Nip never forgot. But that's not what we're here to talk about. The marathon continues. We're here to talk about a close friend of Nipsey Hussle's. One who paid a very dope tribute to him after his passing. One Russell Westbrook. 2020 for the sixth. 2020. And Russ, if you, you know, those who haven't been watching well, basketball lately, Russell around West these times, the times, the times we're living in, he went home. That's everybody's dream, right? To play for your hometown team, the team you grew up watching. Uh, hasn't gone according to plan, according for him. And now that we're basically three quarters done with the season, he's starting to, you know, voice his opinion on a lot of the things that's been going on. Particularly this season he's not that And the number he's one not. thing well, for Russell is Russell Recently he's felt some getting... disrespect As far as his name And his namesake Because of his play This nigga think he Marlo So My name is my name It is though, sad, boy. It is. <laughs> So we're gonna give you this clip real quick of the t- and turnovers by, by running through them quickly this is Russell Westbrook on display last night turning the basketball. What, what was so, this is all apparently an extension of one Skip Bayless who came up with this nickname of Westbrook years ago when he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is, by the way, Skip's hometown. So, he was rooting for this guy, but he gave him a nickname that's carried on and been detrimental to him. So, it's very interesting as far as Skip's involvement with this. And long story short, Skip and Russell's wife actually got into it on Twitter. It was a little back and forth to where this is was the beginning, the genesis of why Russ even spoke about his name and, and the disrespect he feels that it brings about him. So you we're know, here to ask as far as if it wasn't for his play, would Russell be receiving all this attention? No. Okay. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but, you know. Bro. I said all that listen. to give you an astounding note. But I get it (laughs) It's very obvious The situation Which is why We don't understand The contention here Like if you was playing At an all star level They wouldn't be saying The Westbrook name There would be no reason to If you wasn't out here Dropping bombs Over Baghdad We wouldn't be Goddamn talking about you But no So You being a residential Laker fan Do you think Is it official to say That Russ can't handle This level of pressure Of delivering For his hometown which is a lot to ask, by the way. Yeah, he delivering. He's just delivering to the wrong address. Gotcha. <laughs> I had to prolong that. Bro. bro, this shit has been a travesty of a season. I agree. I, I'm. What do you want me to say, Russell? This is definitely a thirty for thirty. Russell, nobody saw this coming. Russell, be less concerned with your name. <laughs> and more concerned with your shot. Oh God! Because if I see you put up another jump shot that hits the the side of the backboard, or like the stanchion, <laughs> not even the glass, bro. Not even the glass. This man is this man is stinking it up. Mm. This man, I'm talking about. Who broke my mother's toilet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Not house party references. The party's over. That's what he's saying, ladies and gentlemen. Bro. If you remember the movie House Party, that was the point in which Kid, I mean, Kid, played, kicked everybody out the house. 
Which is very valid. Once the toilet is gone, <laughs> the functionality of this is not going to go as smooth as possible. So with that being said, I'm with you. So the bigger question here, you're starting off with Russ. When me and Clev got into it, which was a, a, a sidebar of the, of the quarter, is how much of this, even the Russ thing and how he's responding, is how much of this is on LeBron as the leader? What what you want me to do if I'm LeBron James? This man out here putting just just being astastic. <laughs> There's only so much I can do as a quote unquote leader. What you want me to do? What you want to do? We, we want so to go great. work. On, what you want me to work on your jump shot? What you like, man? Yes. You are a seasoned pro. You need to be with me shooting in the gym, as Bro. Aubrey said. I mean, you have enough money to have your own gym. Yes, you need to be there with me. Need to give me help. First of all, if I'm LeBron help James, me. I'm not the greatest shooter ever. That's true. In the first place. So what you want from but me? But he putting up fittest at 37. Hey man, look, that's impressive. It's nothing I'm saying. There's nothing that LeBron can do for you. I can't lead you into not taking You're these right. terrible ass shots. And also, as LeBron James, I can't outside control, of a, a strong clothesline in the locker room, I what can't control <laughs> what you say and how you feel about certain things. However. As a leader, can you sit with Russ and let him know, hey, maybe you don't need to talk to the media about search. Why I'm if I'm LeBron, I'm looking at you like, boy, you you boy, you lame as hell. I have to eat this LeMickey shit. I had to eat this LeBum shit. I don't really say much about it. True. Let, use my example in Very that true. in that sense. That also, you don't have to respond to everything. And the thing that gives most credence to what you're saying, it just hit me even just listening to that, is nobody in Planet Earth can have that credence to say it's more than LeBron because he's played for his hometown team for way longer than anybody probably in sports history. He's had to deal with hometown pressure on multiple occasions. Two separate teams. LeBron is Jersey. Exactly. He was, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, was LeBron not the first one who was like, as far as fans showing a, bird, a jersey burning? He was the first, right? So, so. He, he broke ground on so many levels of hate. If you think about it, I wish I I wish I had a that was I wish I had a Russell too. Westbrook jersey, so I could set that bitch aflame. <laughs> hey, some people are though, real shit. Like, no, nah, I would never do that shit. That's, that's the ultimate. That, that's, I'm, that's me. I'm joking. As a fan, that's to me, as but. a fan, that's the ultimate. Like. I feel disrespect Because you paid money For that job You believed in that person What I don't like About this situation Is throwing you Is throwing your people Into it As a shit As a human shield As I feel Like We can't really We can't really I can't really I'm not supposed to go hard on you Because you said something It's about your wife And kids And blah 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 And also Another point That we were supposed To bring up During this quarter That a reason where that Russell probably shouldn't be so sensitive and we should probably be a little more critical to this as far as Russell Westbrook coming up with the name of Cupcake for one Kevin Durant, correct? Right. So you can dish it out, but you can't take it. He can't. Boy, soft as wet bread. That's one of the softest things on earth, by the way. <laughs> wet bread. It might be the that's That's 70s and 60s. Boy, yeah, boy that, that's, that's, that's soft. That's soft. Behavior, bro. I, I rock with Russ. Soft is wet butter bread. But when he shoot like this and... Ain't nothing to say. Can I give you I got a different take and uh, just get your opinion on this? Go ahead. All right. Be, qu- my, be my guest. <laughs> so I, I, I like to take, think of it as the, the whole Kwame Brown bust situation. Mm. All right, when you talk about respecting, you know, a lot of these, especially when you got Skip Bayless and, you know, the, yeah. the, the person who's generating nice. some of these words and some of these uh, poor narratives of these players, th- th- it's coming from people who've never. If t- you don't want to be called a bust, Kwame Douglas, stop. But, put but, up but on the 75. Is he really a bust? He played. Seven, eight years. Ten years in the NF- in, in NBA. You were you know the number I mean? one pick. It, True. Regardless you, you gave us second True. round numbers. But again, when, you, when you're talking about, you know, people's livelihood, people's ability to make money, so on and so forth, these these people, certain people I don't think have the, the qualms to, to take the, your name disrespectfully. I wish you. All right, so that's what, like if it was coming from a, a Rip Hamilton or a exactly. Chauncey Billups. For one, I don't think Kwame Brown's the biggest bust in the NBA history. Absolutely I didn't not. say that. I think Anthony Bennett is. 
I didn't say that he was the biggest. I know, but he's up However, there. I think the whole thing about Kwame Brown specifically and the thing that elevates him as that example is the fact that he was Michael Jordan's first pick. Yeah. However, that glove did fit. And we are, and we are not going to quit, sir. That glove, the bus glove, Kwame, that bitch fit perfect. It does, but at the same time, well, like... Again, you, you once he played again, with Kobe. He played with he, you know, he, and he was he was productive for some years, but but uh, on, on the other end, so was Andrew Bynum. Yeah, <laughs> but on on the other end, man. Okay, well, technically, if you put a a, a point in the rebound, you productive. So let's not, <laughs> in, the, in the NBA, you know, hey, I, give I me my money. Let, let's let's have a higher bar than productive. <laughs> Will Purdue was productive, All right? And it, it's fuck. If you if you score in the NBA, you produce, so you productive. Hey, Bookie so, Blaylock was productive. And then on, on one more point, and then I'm going to shut up and turn my mic off. We ain't going to say nothing about that one. We're going to leave that one. Because <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say, and we mean Moving uh, forward. Dame and I talked about this. Uh, I'm sorry, Rio and I talked about it before. The, the, the Braun effect. I was, I was, Russell Westbrook is playing right now, looking terrible, because... The the style of the team. Number one, Russell. He's he's a fast he pace. He's a fast paced guy. He, he he pushes the floor. So to make him a spot up shooter when we know he's not a spot up shooter in the first place, mm-hmm. that's not that's not going to work. So I don't know who did that eighty song, but he needs to slow down. <laughs> I think more than anything, it's a bad fit in the sense. It's a of terrible fit. We realize that Russell. He may not be, but we, he sees himself as an alpha. Of course, when you're on a team with the ultimate alpha in LeBron. Alpha who? Alpha bits? Alpha May. <laughs> alpha May. Come on, man. The man average a triple-double, man. Alpha Maker? You don't step down from... You know what I'm saying? You don't mentally step down from that when you know, like, hey, I could... But that, that was weeks ago. We partying. And you know what's funny? We, we are long past those. Again, just days. saying shit and, th- and hearing it out loud. I, has Russ <laughs> dropped the triple-double this year? I don't know. I don't think he yeah, he probably had goddamn no, ten turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point we're at with Russell Westbrook, and this is why people call him Westbrook. That's the point. But that's what I'm saying. He doesn't. That that team isn't a good team. It's not. It's, it's not Conducive. put together as a team. Yes. When, when you think about LeBron James and how the teams are built around him, he needs shooters. He needs shooters. I'm gonna say it like this, man. You know how to brew up the bathroom. Can we get some air freshener? Cause you, cause you are stinking up. He, he, he ain't even getting assists off. That's the crazy. Part. And that's what kills me. I, I don't understand how that's not. A, but he, again, he's he's not the facilitator of Man. the offense. But he's not. I think we're seeing that Russ has to be the focal point. That's the where I, I wish we had. Like I wish I could. Like in my mind, I'm looking. At, I'm thinking about that Friday gift. So please spray the air. <laughs> Get the air freshener going. Uh-huh. Because you, you got me, out. you got me sitting in the bathroom with you, Russell, and I don't appreciate the smell. <laughs> That's all I can Boy, say. I wiped your ass for thirteen years. <laughs> He's stinking it up. Do not use your your wife and kids as human shields. Do you think that's what he did? Basically, I don't think so. I don't bro. think that's what he did, bro. Like you said, you could dish it, but you couldn't take it out. It's true, but at the same time, that is not what I meant to say. I think but you they, know what I mean. <laughs> his wife. It's almost on some like I can see Aisha doing some shit like that too, taking shit out of context and just running with it. Well, you know, uh, athletes' families is, is a story, man. I mean, that's a that's a whole other. And I'm not again. I don't want to. Me being a defensive guy, I have to do this, but I feel this way. I don't want to take away from his. If you feelings, was Jackson bro. Mahomes and me, I would fuck your shit up. I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> that man feel how you feel. Don't embarrass me in front of company. So you can't sit here and say you soft for feeling how you feel. But at the same time, if you play better, bro, soft. it'll change how you feel. That's all we saying. <laughs> Speaking of feel, the boy's soft, man. You can't call KD a cupcake and then when they when somebody take you, go switch it up. When somebody <laughs> goddamn call you, somebody goddamn call you out your name, and now you all up in arms. I get it. I'm just saying, in the sense of like, for this dude, right? I got two words for I y- think for one for one Rusty Westbrook. If this would have been New Play York City, it'd be different. Term. But this is home. He's hearing it from his elementary school teachers, homeboys. Like, man, hey, the G, does the G League have a uh, a California affiliate? Because that's what Multiple. he need to be playing right now. Multiple. Well, he need to be playing for the goddamn. The Lakers have. Are you saying do the Lakers have a G League team? Yeah, yes they do. What, what what's the name of them? I can't. I think it's, it might be Lakers. 
Something like that. So it's like the goddamn Long Beach Lakers. Yeah, he need to be playing like for the long. He need to maybe nah, drop down for a that's couple a games. Too far. Maybe a game or two. <laughs> you know how they do it. That's extreme. You know how they do it. Extreme. Hey man, yeah, you know how they do it. There will never be a formula. You know how they do in baseball. Well, how they doing baseball when somebody got there coming off of uh, That's the only thing. That's coming like, off an of injury. That's like Mike coming well, back. Well, his pride is injured, so maybe he need to say he just dropped if, down to if, the G League for a while. If there was while. a G League where Mike came back from baseball, Mike might have played a game or two in the G League. But then again, talking about Michael Jordan knowing his pride, fuck that. Oh, no, nah, he, he was going to work them kinks out on, on the, on the oh, National yeah. Basketball oh, Association yeah. court. I'm putting this on Nick, Nick Anderson's head. Talking about and he did. Hey, and it's, no, I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying you don't have a right to feel some type of way, but you know the way to to you know alleviate Dang. this situation is to play, play better, better, bro. Pass the rock, pass the rock, rebound, play defense, do some extra shooting. Cause Lord, your Encourage shot, your people. shot right now is horrendous, my man. He don't even speak as much. I've been watching like the body language. Like he's really not into. What the it, fuck he gonna say? I mean, you got you a former league. He like, can't say nothing, but I'm sorry right MVP, now. MVP, bro. I apologize. And play better. Apologize. Not a, Apollo. I apologize. You think they're going to make the plan? You got to. The bar is low, Mario. Oof. Got to. If we don't make the plan, boy. I'm a potato. But he going to get that boy hand after this, after this season <laughs> if we don't make the plan. You, you out here goddamn whining about, about this. Nonsense! It's just, it's just nonsense. Speaking of whining, oh, and the boy hand. <laughs> we have, we have, we've reached the lovely second half of the second quarter, fourth quarter. I fucked it up. Anywho, second half of the second. This quarter. is a very controversial topic in the sense of everybody kind of knows the answer, but everybody still wants to push their own perspective. Mm-hmm. We're sports fans. Mm-hmm. We're from cities. We're from very distinct. Geographical areas But some stand out other More than others So that being said Right to it We're going to talk about The worst In our opinion City of fans As far as rooting Against opposition And even supporting Their own home teams So off the rip My vote Is for Boston, Massachusetts And it's from a, Again a historical standpoint We talking Red Sox Bruins Celtics And Patriots those fans of those franchises have proven. They drop hard ass. Yeah. And then they want to fight about it. Want to fight about it? Yeah, I said it. Over over a game, bro? Like, well. <laughs> that we won? You really upset with me? So, for me, it's more so, as like I said, it's an obvious racial history that's just, it doesn't lend much logic as to a lot of the shit that happens with those fan bases that gives them a bad name like you know going back to like we've had some real in the NBA last year with people MSG spitting on Trey the drink on Russ and I think that was in Philly um it's egregious acts but at the same time as fans it's not just when you're at the stadiums it's, it's the lead in it's when the players are coming into the building it's when you're a home team player and you know I, I actually struggle because I feel like Philly's the correct answer just for what they did to Ben Simmons alone but I feel like I said Boston been on more bullshit for a longer going back for the Red Sox because I just not only my hate for the Red Sox but just the Celtics and how they did that nah 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 Bill the Philly Russell. fans the Philly fans get a special mention just because of the of the recent Ben Simmons situation, you walked over. Now you're limping. And I feel like chisel. also, <laughs> I think if there's any fan, fan base that would accept being the worst, I feel like Philly would proudly take Open that. arms, man. They Maybe throw batteries, New, man. I think New York to a degree. Batteries, man. Batteries. Yeah. <laughs> they boo Santa Claus. In the wintertime at that. Yo. Like, it's cold out here, bro. <laughs> Yo, the dude, like, in, this, uh, in the irony is the city of brotherly love. Brotherly they love. They cheered Michael Irvin being potentially paralyzed. And what did Isaiah Thomas say? They ain't got no love for the brothers. They ain't no love. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It's like... Other cities, I, I think you got to give an honorable mention for Detroit just for the just for the balance at the palace alone. Because, as I said, what other city could that possibly happen to? As far as like, not just the beer throwing, but the fans running on the court, thinking like, "Hey, I'm going to steal on." 
Steven Jackson. This is my chance. I'm like this. I'm not like this guy for years. Oh, who was the dude who tried Jermaine O'Neal? He thought he was Avenger that night. He, he did. He, he, he halfway was. And the, the funniest part about that is Ron Artest. Are we gonna get? To we gonna get, we get, some, get fellas? Y'all think we gonna get in trouble? We gonna get in trouble for this? I bet you Reggie Miller probably Boy. walked out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to Kyrie Irving for shutting down one of the Philly fans mid game. Absolutely. Uh, this is what we're listening to at the moment. This is Kyrie and KD. We're listening to the evidence. The crazy thing about the Ben Simmons thing is we talking about 12 months ago, completely different story. Yeah. No, 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 the thing about this whole, about all these situations is that makes me just realize Teammate, just because you was on a team with somebody does not mean that you fucking fuck with them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But I think Joey did fuck with Ben, though. He just wasn't that. They weren't as close as we thought. It was a problem with some Shaq and Kobe shit. I see you when I see you. We the faces of this shit, but, you know, we ain't got to have dinner all the time. You can't even cook, me. But KD, KD and Kyrie didn't fuck with At all. James Harden. Yeah, and it was seemed like it, it hit him. You could see him like during the game, like this was a bad. Idea. Because his his, <laughs> his game is not conducive to winning. Like as it ain't a team. got nothing to do about it's defense about, either. It's, it's like, about you. You could tell his body language. Like he didn't want to be there. He thought he wanted to be there. But he didn't want to be there. So him saying like I want to go to Philly the whole time is like come on. You fake the hey, phone. Man, all of, hey, Brooklyn must might not must not have the finest strip clubs they in the world because they surely don't. Because I, I can guarantee and vouch that Philly has some excellent strip clubs. Yeah. Excellent. I feel like Delilah's. I feel, keep it a buck. Apparently, he doesn't like yeah, gentrification. For this reason, I feel like at some point he might make his way here. <laughs> With James Harden. James Harden, we don't ever get Signs no a two year we contract. We don't get no free agents in with the Atlanta Hawks. But I'll be there. James Harden, good wide <laughs> He might end up on that motherfucking Magic City menu. You hey, know what I'm talking about? James Harden platter. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Do you see after they got their ass whooped the other day though? Yeah. He he wound up clubbing. Yeah, thirteen piece wing That's crazy. with fries. Oh yeah. Then in because James extra wet because <laughs> he's soft. Because he does. I mean, yeah, I said it. Look, man, I, I, I like James Harden as a person. Yeah, he's cool, dude. His game, however, you know. Is annoying. Nobody, I mean. I nobody plays nobody. like that. Nobody that, that, that doesn't have James Harden on your team, or, or unless you're, I hate to use this like term, this. stand. I ain't of, even going to say Harden. nobody. Nobody. I mean, who else like that shit outside There's guys of that play like that at LA Fitness, but those guys don't run to be on that guy's team. Because he's not going to pass. You got to get it off the board. Nobody want to play with that dude. It's like that dude playing 2K that uh, that scored 102 points in yeah. the in the in the what you call the pickup game. Yeah. Like, I don't, nobody wants to play with those dudes. And wants yeah. to pass the ball with four seconds on the shot clock. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate what you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do the dead shot. <laughs> so, no, no meter or nothing. You hate to see it. <laughs> so to get back to the original focus, what do you think? Who's sports team? Yeah. Who has the worst fan base as Individual a team? team? Individually. Out of uh, all the, the four major sports. I mean, I, I don't like nothing my whole life. I've never liked nothing about the Dallas Cowboys. But to be front about it, the thing I hate most about the Cowboys is his fan base. And it's not just that they're arrogant. It's the, it's the fact that they want you to celebrate this as America's team. And, like, first of all, y'all gave yourself – well – NFL Films gave y'all that name. Yeah. And then on top of that, you want us to bow to you as though you're like the Yankees. Well, the Yankees put in, what, 29, 28 titles to get that prestige? Yeah. Y'all have got three with the triplets and two with Roger Staubach, which is, don't get me wrong, as a Raiders fan, we covered our three. But we do realize them shits was back in the day. We don't. You don't hear us bringing up Marcus Allen and Ted Hendricks. Sounded like Ed, uh, <laughs> Al Bundy and shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, stop bringing up Emmett and Dion. We scored and- four touchdowns, big. <laughs> <laughs> We're sick of it, bro. And it's that I feel like recently. I feel like the Patriots fan when they had Brady, they definitely was up there in terms of like. You didn't want to really come face to face. Well, I would say like this: I don't. When it comes to arrogance, unearned arrogance, 
Your, gonna, your franchise is up there too. No, I'm gonna keep it local. Why do Falcons fans think that they have some type of uh, dynasty here in in the A? Well, more than that. When y'all, you, oh, you, you got to deal. You never met an arrogant. I, I, I met no, some, I, I but it's not that many. But here's one to which you could definitely attest for, and a lot of people forget, possibly because they didn't win this year. Alabama fans done got quite a little ego over these last 10 years. That mean with oh, Alabama fans I mean, in my family that I love nearly and dearly. Don't get me wrong. They, but, do, do, but don't they have something to stand on? They was different. That's what I'm saying. To where like now it's like college football started in 2009 <laughs> when Nick Saban came in. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. same thing. Where like I get it. You understand he's the greatest of all time. Boy, but. I, boy, I promise you that half the half the team, no, more than half. Ninety percent of college football fans can't wait for Nick Saban to retire. Oh yeah, <clears throat> not even ninety. How about ninety five? Everybody people, not rooting only for people them. who don't yeah. want him to leave are the people who's beat him. So that's Kirby and Dabo. That's about it. And uh, side note, Georgia's definitely falling back to earth this year. Do not get it twisted. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> So speaking I'm of who's saying on that now. So I'm gonna ask y'all who's worse? Dallas Cowboys fans? Tweet me about it. Or LeBron James fans. LeBron James fans. Because they're irrational. With that being said, like I said, don't our, sweep over this. Our Cowboys Lakers fans, fans are up there with as far as again, you guys have recency. So when you win recently, you have that fuel to keep that arrogance. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the Cowboys so egregious. Like yeah. y'all can't let that shit go. But on the flip side, it's kind of like that with LeBron fans in which they like to bend that logic because a lot of LeBron fans didn't watch old school basketball, so they don't know what physical basketball looks like. And I give them that excuse. But on the flip side, you can do your research and see yourself why he's not what you think he is. True, true. Well, just because we, we let thuggery run rampant in the 80s and 90s doesn't mean that... Well, still, with, even with thuggery, can LeBron get the same amount of points... Now, with no people letting him go through the lane with the bad boy Pistons, is that but happening? First of all, you gotta think though. Mike was slight. Mike had to add muscle. Exactly. He was. He already had lane. the muscle. I got you. Lebr- you not Bill and Bill gonna try to do that shit to LeBron? Like, no, LeBron Ain't gonna be no might, try. Because you still, still saying might go to. The, he still might make this. With that being saying, saying, you saying the Pistons ain't Michael gonna Jordan piss. About two yes, they are. Doing that to him. <laughs> I, I disagree. Only because think about it. LeBron doesn't like. He, he, he don't like contact. He doesn't like contact now. Well, basketball's not a contact. He's a sport flopper. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He's you a know, flopper though. In that in that era where everything people got touched. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was there was true touch. There was a going Shaq on. playing back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq was like the Hulk. Like nobody messed with Shaq. Let alone get him angry. True. And and they, and they literally jumped on Shaq's back. I've I've seen people hang oh, on to yeah. the whole oh, yeah. So there, there's a whole different different understanding of physical, and that's play. why I say I don't blame them because they never saw it themselves. Live. It's too late to put it's too late to put the two face back in the tube. But exactly. I would love to go back to that type of action. Oh man, and they you trying, can't. they trying because no, I'm I'm thinking more so because more so I've been I just watched uh, you know, Winning Time. Yeah, but not even that part. We, that led me to watch uh, Magic versus Bird. Like do they have a rivalry? That was a real rivalry. Uh, they have a rivalry. Uh, Touched up, as you said. Like documentary on HBO Max. I Kirk Rambis, bro. I like the fact that you like the, the fact that they will let you fight. They let they let hockey players fight. Still, you know what I mean. Rugby players, football. I mean, soccer players even sometimes get into it. So. It's weird. We, America being message. aggressive, cut the most aggressive and violent nation on earth, and for us to Needless try to, to say, we all water know. down our sports is pretty. Funny. We all know why you can't fight in the NBA, though. Yeah, it's it's bright and clear. The fans is right there. It's kids is more appealing to children in general. They market to children, so yeah, you can't just have UFC. Too on. many melanated athletes. Not on top of that, like. Not on top of that to be fighting. I would say the Rudy Tomjanovich on these good white people's TV screens. <laughs> the Rudy T thing was a big black guy on the NBA. No pun intended. Shout out to my white friends listening. I just, I just gotta keep our it. white gotta teammates. Keep, I gotta keep it funky though because hockey players and I like hockey. I'm yeah. a Red Wings. They be fan. going I know what at I'm it, bro. About. They get to do whatever they want. Bro, 
They just Besides punch. Besides pull off a skate and slap somebody all, in the neck with a Let me show you how real it is in hockey. They got protective gloves on. They take them bitches off. You gonna feel these knuckles, brother. That's how real it is in hockey. And you gonna get your even in boxing, you, you can't your take your gloves off. You gonna get your sweater grabbed. Yeah. As you should, which is weird. They will pull your shit over your head, then beat you. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. And you're real like UFC is fifth grade in yeah. the in the uh, <laughs> in the bathroom yeah. when it comes to fighting and hockey. I'm gonna pull you. I'm gonna pull your sweat over your <laughs> head. Then I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> With that being said, hockey fans might be the most crazy. You got knocked the fuck because uh, a lot of them expect to see them fights. But, you know, goons and what have you. Nobody lives more vicariously through this sport than hockey fans. As they should. It's a very... It's a no, and sport. nobody's a more like my sport guy than a hockey fan. And I say this as a hockey fan. I'm not one of those. But that shit, that I hard, see why man. nobody likes this shit. You don't like this shit? I love this shit. Like, I can see why nobody likes hockey because of hockey fans. Oh, man. So you ultimately, we said all that. You I said hate, hockey fans are the worst. I hate a, I hate a like my sport ass dude. I with you. I with you. You it's, like, a lot of, it's a lot of baseball need... people like that too, though. Yes. We're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a pure you know, sport. But, you know, oh yeah, the, the purity of the game guy is also another pet peeve yeah, of mine. Okay. Well, that's it. With that being said, a championship effort. Absolutely. Did Great we, explanation, brother. Did we win a championship? I don't know, but if we put up the effort. We shall continue to strive toward championship glory. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for another splendid. Outing of the coordinators podcast As we always do around this time I am your defensive coordinator Real Dungeon I am your offensive quarter 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 Coordinator 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 I couldn't even get the word out And this is the end of the show That's the crazy part That's the end of the show And there were no No miscues There were no Uh Spices even involved and that's, yeah. that's the crazy part <laughs> it, was, it was a clean cut Beautiful episode Thank you guys for listening We'll get back with y'all We love y'all In a minute Ha <laughs> ha